Hello folks, I'm John Myrie and welcome to the Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. On this week's show, we have tips and reports for you from Jared McCarthy down at Hayward Bait and Bottle. And then we talk with Damon Schrader out at Hayward Power Sports about boats, rigging, and a lot more. And then lastly, some great pike fishing tips for you from fishing guide Eric Tui. Lots to cover on this week's show, all coming up right after these messages. Find your perfect Can-Am ATV or side-by-side at Hayward Power Sports. The all-new 2023 Can-Am Outlander ATVs were redesigned with the rider in mind for unmatched fun and value. Hit the woods or trails with models starting at $5,999. Plus, for a limited time, take advantage of a $500 rebate or 2.99% financing on select models. Looking for a side-by-side? The Can-Am Defender is the perfect utility side-by-side that's extra tough on the worksite, the ranch, or wherever you need to get the job done. Feel the adrenaline surge in the high-performance Can-Am Maverick, or get the best of work and play with the ultimate crossover, the Can-Am Commander. Claim the side-by-sides that fits your needs today and enjoy financing as low as 1.99% for 36 months on select models. Make every hunt a success, every trail ride an excitement-filled adventure, and make light work of your heavy-duty jobs, all with a brand-new Can-Am off-road vehicle from Hayward Power Sports, just 10 minutes east of Hayward on Highway 77. Offer subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. Riding along in my automobile. Bumping into things unexpectedly? Make your first choice for collision repair. Ernie's Auto Body, featuring the most advanced collision repair facility in northwest Wisconsin. With a state-of-the-art spray, baked-down, draft paint booth for that better-than-new finish, laser technology for precision frame alignment, loaner cars available, computerized estimates, written guarantees, and documented unmatched customer service, the clear choice is Ernie's Auto Body, south of Hayward on Highway 63 and Nursery Road, where quality is no accident. Lynn's Custom Meats and Catering welcomes you to stop by for their great lunch menu. And while you're there, Lynn's also has a great selection of custom cut meats and sausages, as well as many varieties of snack sticks, jerky, fresh cheese curds, and much more. Lynn's is open Mondays through Fridays from 9 to 5.30 and 9 to 4 on Saturdays. Lynn's Custom Meats and Catering in Hayward. Today, anglers fish longer. Today, anglers fish harder. Today, anglers rely more than ever on their electronics. It all comes down to catching more fish, and today, anglers rely on Amped Outdoors lithium batteries, period. Visit AmpedOutdoors.com today to power your outdoor experience. We're recording this week down at Hayward Bait and Bottle again, talking to Jared McCarthy down here. Jared, we finally got some cold weather. We're making ice, I think. Yeah, we go from uh, feeling like spring at Christmas time, and then we kind of feel like winter, and now it's like, whoa, that's too much winter. <laughs> you know, I got reports this morning. We're talking here Monday morning, and it's really cold out there, but I had reports that they're starting to stake a snowmobile trails, and with the exception of the big lakes, round grindstone, couturier, maybe whitefish, they're talking, you know, most of the places this guy said we're finding six inches ice and and better six to eight yeah it's uh from what i've seen out there it's good ice you know we're not seeing any of that ice that's uh kind of got any of those layers or what have you and that's what we were all kind of worried about after we had that warm spell around christmas but it was nice also because we didn't get hammered with snow like the southern part of the state did so that ice had a really good opportunity to recover put a little bit of snow on top and make walking pretty easy and now that we got the really good cold out there she's going to be making some ice well i don't know if we'll get to the point 
point where you want to take your vehicle out there, a truck or something. But, you know, we're getting to the point where ATVs and snowmobiles are fine. And I think snowmobiles are one of the best things for ice fishing anyhow, getting around. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're probably going to have about another solid week of this cold weather. And then on the backside of this, I see some warm-up coming along. We're just going to make it really pleasant to get out on the ice and do some ice fishing. But, yeah, like you said, we're probably not going to get to the point this year where we're going to be doing uh, trucks and vehicles, stuff like that. But, you know, end of last week, you know, I was running four wheels out on the lake. And uh, we'll probably get to the point where we feel pretty comfortable on wheelers side by side and snowmobiles, which will be awesome for getting around, especially in the nice weather. Yeah, and it doesn't look like we're going to get in a lot of snow. Not good news for the snowmobilers, but it, in long-term forecast looking, there's not much snow. Yeah, you know, when you get a whole bunch of that snow out there, you know, it kind of makes traveling around tough unless you're on a snowmobile. But, yeah, we got some really nice-looking conditions out there for making some ice and doing some ice fishing coming up. But anyway, guys have been getting out. What are you hearing as far as reports? Let's start with anything walleye. As far as walleye, you know, we're starting to see those walleyes drop off a little bit. Um, we got some snow on the ice right now. Uh, we got a little little bit of thicker ice coming so we're starting to see those walleyes drop out in that 10 to 15 foot range um, a lot of guys are having success still on tip-ups not not so much jigging or what have you but even on some of the bigger lakes where some guys are just starting to be able to creep out and get to some of those drop-offs they're seeing fish you know and that's unusual we almost seen first ice conditions even after the first year believe it or not where normally the walleyes are kind of dropped off and then gotten a little bit harder to catch yeah absolutely so it was actually really nice that we kind of got that extended early season bite especially with the ice conditions that we had made those walleyes accessible to everybody just having to stick to shorelines but from what we're hearing the walleye bite has still been pretty good how about pike i mean we've got a lot of lakes up here with pike if a guy's looking for some table fare there's a lot of lakes up here that they want you to actually take some of the pike out of what are you getting for reports on pike fishing oh we're seeing a lot of pike coming in you know i had a big group of guys out on one of the uh, lakes in the area end of last week or what have you probably iced i don't know 50 to 60 pike in, you know, day and a half. So pike fishing's been really, really good. Again, just tip-up sets or what have you with northern suckers and uh, some large shiners. But, yeah, fishing's been pretty good for pike. And your favorite uh, panfish, uh, bluegills. Are you getting bluegill action? I'm seeing some bluegills, mostly crappies, but, I, you know, kind of mostly in a crappie spot. You know, I did a crappie spot late last week as well, and we just had enough ice to get out over the deep water basins, probably about 25, 30 feet of water. They were stacked up out there. We got some some really nice fish, really in a not a too positive a mood. They're kind of in a negative mood, so it was mostly smaller tungsten jigs with plastics or what have you. But, yeah, we got into them. And suspended fish or a lot of fish on the bottom out there? Yes to both. seems like we still have plenty of oxygen out there where there are some fish that are still dwelling on the bottom, but a lot of times those fish that are sitting on the bottom are your less active fish, those fish that you should be targeting, number one, because they are more active, and number two, because they are going to be safer to release if they are smaller, are those fish that are suspended halfway down. And uh, anything on perch fishing at all? Haven't heard anything back on perch yet. I know that a uh, couple of lakes, as we get closer to February and March, those perch will start moving up on those mud flats or what have you. And as people start to get down to lakes like Grindstone or what have you, we'll start to hear more of a perch lake. But until then, not much. You know, and the one thing, too, is that, you know, don't overlook whether you're after panfish, blue, even bluegills. And uh, perch especially, don't overlook going with small jigging spoons versus that, like a little teardrop or a tungsten jig because there's times when that jigging spoon is going to outproduce anything. Absolutely, and we've talked about this before, you know, starting with a bigger presentation um, usually selects for a lot of the bigger fish. But, uh, yeah, starting with a smaller jigging spoon, whether or not you're going to tip it with a, a waxy or a spike or what have you, you know, it, it, they do really well out there. 
And let's talk a little bit about the shop here. You guys are gearing up. You're you're getting all kinds of fancy stuff in. I notice you're getting a lot of crankbaits in for more trolling stuff. Absolutely. You know, we're kind of catering to what's uh, starting to get hot and what's not, you know. And we got a lot of crankbaits coming in. We got a lot of trolling accessories that are coming in for guys that are looking to get into the sport. But, yeah, we're seeing a lot of our summer stuff come in. We've got a lot of construction going on in here, say the least. And you got ice fishing stuff if the guys are looking to. You got a good selection of shelters here and ice fishing gear, too. Yeah, shelters, augers, you know, we're running sales on all that gear. So if you're sick of sitting on a bucket in this cold weather, come on in, take a look at shacks. And if he gets sick of chiseling a hole as we get more ice, come on in and look at some power augers. Yeah, you know, and start thinking if you're not out there snowmobiling this year, start thinking about getting that boat ready because, uh, you know, there's electronics to install, there's uh, battery power systems, a lot of things to do. Absolutely, and hopefully just looking at the weather, you know, that warm-up that we have coming at the end of January, you know, I'm starting to kind of feel like we're going to have an early spring here, so can't start getting ready too early. I'm ready to hook onto the boat anytime. It's sitting there waiting. <laughs> one is in the shed, but the other one is out where I can get at it real easy. Absolutely, but can't start dreaming of open water. Got to face facts and deal with ice fishing first, so... Yeah, ice fishing it is. Thanks a lot uh, for some good information there. Absolutely, John. Well, folks, you know, we need to take a break right now and hear from some of the fine sponsors that make this show possible every week. When we come back, we'll be talking boats and a lot more with Damon Schrader from out at Hayward Power Sports. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Hunters and Anglers, Hayward Bait and Bottle is your one-stop sport and bottle shop in Hayward. They have a huge selection of ice fishing gear, including portable shelters, power augers, electronics, beaver dam tip-ups, ice rods, and just about anything you'll need for ice fishing. They also have archery supplies, bows, crossbows, muzzle loaders, ammo, and much more to help you enjoy the outdoors. While you're there, check out the bottle shop for a full selection of beer, wine, and liquor, too. Hayward Bait and Bottle is your one-stop sport and bottle shop. The Hayward Lakes Visitors and Convention Bureau in Sawyer County, Wisconsin welcomes you to our Northwoods hometown. No matter the season, no matter the activity, you'll always be surrounded by our great outdoors. What more could you ask for in a vacation destination? Woods, waters, world-class events. Contact us for information on lodging, dining, attractions, events, trail conditions and more. Order your free vacation guide and start planning your getaway today. Visit us at haywardlakes.com or call 1-800-724-2992. Get the deal of a lifetime on a new Lund from Hayward Power Sports. Truth is, our 2023s arrived late and we missed out on early season sales. So we have a huge inventory of them, but desperately need to make room for the 2024s. It's the perfect storm for incredible deals. From the entry-level Lund Adventure to the awesome Lund Impact XS and everything in between. They're all rigged with Mercury outboards and offered at blowout prices. Get your new Lund at Hayward Power Sports, just 10 minutes east of Hayward on Highway 77. Welcome back to another segment of this week's Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. And this part of the show is brought to you by the Hayward Lakes Visitor and Convention Bureau. For more information on lodging and vacationing here in the Hayward Lakes area, check out their website at haywardlakes.com. Well, folks, you know, with the winter that hasn't been really a winter so far, many people are starting to think about spring and open water again. And on this week's show, we're talking to Damon Schrader out at Hayward Power Sports about some of the new boats out there, some of the new electronics and rigging, and a lot more. Damon, you know, it might be winter right now, but, you know, this is a time to actually start thinking about rigging your boat up for fishing if you want to kind of go high-tech with it and some of the new stuff on it. And it's also a good time to get a good buy on a boat right now. 
Yeah, this is actually a great time. Uh, normally, like last winter, we had obviously five feet of snow. This year we don't, so people are a little more involved in the boat world. The boat shows are starting right now, and we do have a lot of boats in stock right now, too. So if you are looking for a new boat and the boat shows start, we do have boats set up in the showroom to look at right now as well. We do carry Lund and Tracker, and we've got some pontoon brands as well, but as far as fishing goes, Lund and Tracker, and we've got a whole bunch of different options for new electronics for this upcoming season. I know Lund is uh, it, what I run. I've Lund boats. I've got two of them. I got a Rebel and I got an Impact. And until you've actually run a Lund boat, you've run everything else. You really don't know the difference because once you get into the Lund, the bigger Lunds, it's a whole different world. The boats are are fantastic. They they design these things the way. I yeah, I absolutely run. I run a Lund as well as you know. I got a Pro V that I run, and it's just incredible. I mean, you can get in skinny water with them, even having a bigger boat. You can get in small water. But you can also get out on the big lake, too, and play around and feel pretty safe and comfortable out there in them. You know, and a lot of the design comes from some of the pro anglers over in Minnesota and stuff. That's where Lund is out of. So if you're looking at it as a fishing boat in particular, I mean, it's it's a great platform to start with. But now we've got all this electronics and stuff now available. And I know you carry some of the stuff here, a lot of hummingbird stuff, which I think they probably have the best sight imaging and mapping of anybody out there. Yeah, I really love Hummingbird and Code. I mean, that's kind of our bread and butter here as far as what we rig the most of and are the most familiar with. I mean, I got a pretty good relationship with those guys. So there's, as well as you know, there's so many options for rigging all these new electronics and networking your system together with all these different live scopes and live imaging and transducers and the different graphs. And there's just a pile of options now for helping you locate these fish out there. You know, and when it comes to putting that stuff on and rigging that stuff, uh, it's not just a simple matter of throwing it on there because, you know, I don't know how many, and you know I do a lot of stuff too when it comes to helping people out with the electronics and stuff, make sure things are rigged right. Uh, how many times I've run into a places where dealers from other areas, uh, Twin Cities or farther south, they've installed this stuff and it was just not installed properly. And, and, and the guys were complaining they couldn't get the work right. Well, it has to be put on right. It, it definitely does. I mean, if you want your whole system to work correctly, I mean, there's so many different cables that got to be networked correctly and dongles and ethernets and it's got to be routed through your boat correctly because if you're too close to other wires you start getting interference and we've got several guys back there that are very good at it and they're fishermen as well which helps us up here so it's not like we're just throwing the stuff on and sending people to the lake i mean my guys back there also use the equipment so they know how to rig it they know how to set it up and they, we can kind of walk you through and help you out and if not we call you you know, and you take them on the lake. <laughs> you know, and you mentioned the interference thing, and that's you know, it would be a lot simpler if the boat companies actually had rigging tubes on the one side of the boat and the other side, because you could separate the power wires from the from the electronics wires. But that's not the case anymore, so it just makes it even more critical. That's absolutely right. I mean, everything pretty much runs the same way through the boats, and unfortunately, you do gotta kind of keep stuff close together. But there's a whole bunch of options as far as separating the cables out going direct battery power instead of up to like the main bus bar to your main power source in the dash you can actually go back to batteries to kind of help with that interference and get good clean voltage to your unit so you don't get that glitching to happen and i think now the new trolling motors a lot of them are going to brushless now 
you know, and Minnesota's went to brushless now too this year. They've got both options available. I think that's going to do a lot to eliminate trolling motor interference with your electronics. That's exactly what that's for. I mean, it cut down way. I mean, it's, it's it's supposed to cut it nearly in half as far as interference goes. And plus, you know, being brushless, everything's going to have more power. It's going to be quieter. It's going to last a lot longer when you're on the water. It won't die out quite as fast. The old units that are not brushless are great units. They've been around forever. I mean, if someone doesn't want to spend that money for those new brushless ones, because they are pretty spendy, but the other older units, I guess we'll call them now, since they're coming out with this new brushless setup, are still a great unit. But I would kind of push brushless if, if the pocketbook allows it, because it's a nice setup. You know, empowering everything. When you start talking all this electronics and stuff, the old days of having uh, one or two trolling motor batteries up front and, and a starting battery that powers everything, that's long gone history. Now we need a house battery, a separate battery to power the electronics in the boat and your trolling motors and then your charging systems. You want the onboard charging systems too. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta nowadays you've gotta have an onboard charging system for basically the whole entire boat. A lot of guys used to just run an onboard charger basically for their trolling motor, but that's really not the case anymore. We got so much draw coming with all these new electronics and different options that we highly recommend doing a charging system that charges every battery in the boat. And you're right, like with the house battery, I mean that's a must now with these bigger graphs and these bigger units on your dash. It just draws your starting system down so fast. So House batteries are getting to kind of be a must if you're going to do a big setup. Lithium is kind of the new game. Lithium is pretty incredible when it comes to these new electronics. You know, I started messing around with the lithium. I went with Amped Outdoors out of Hudson. Uh, they got a top-line product with a really good warranty, and the guy that runs the company, a uh, very, very, very smart guy when it comes to battery power and electronics and stuff. And I couldn't believe the difference, Damon. I literally, I mean, where I was running out of power on my electronics after five hours or so in the water and stuff was getting interference. And, you know, <laughs> went to lithium and I'm running after a full day and I still probably go another day in the same size, actually a smaller amp battery. Oh, that's absolutely incredible. I was the same way. I mean, with my boat, I could make it like six, seven hours. You know, I do a lot of trolling and like a lot of slow speed trolling. So I like to use a trolling motor when I'm doing that. I couldn't barely make it a full day. I couldn't make it a full day. Now with my new lithiums, I mean, I can go two, three days without plugging it in. So it's pretty incredible how much longer these lithiums will last than the old school like wet batteries or gel batteries did. You know, a lot of people don't realize, too, is they, you know, they, they look at the batteries in the amp hours. That's how we used to look at a 100 amp hour or, or a, you know, bigger battery. Of course, better quality batteries in lead acid actually are better than the cheaper batteries you buy at some of the discount places. So you get more usable use there. But best case scenario, when you're talking a 100 amp hour battery, for instance, and don't care what brand it is, it could be an Odyssey, it could be anything else, you actually got about 50 to 70% of that battery's usable when it comes to the electronics before it gets down to around 10 volts. Whereas the lithium batteries, they'll run the whole course at carrying, if they're a 13 volt battery, they'll run 13 volts all day long. Mine do, and I notice that it's incredible. Yeah, they do. And one thing to watch though on the lithium batteries with these new trolling motors like the self-deploying trolling motors yeah. i'll say you don't get no warnings so i mean don't push your luck i guess and not charge the battery even though it will run a day or two like the old ones wouldn't i would still highly recommend charging these batteries when you're done for the day because they don't give you the warning on a lithium which is kind of a downfall for these self-deploying units because then you're kind of stuck but other than that i mean these batteries are just absolutely incredible 
And that's one thing, when you mentioned that, I, I looked and saw the same thing when I was looking to set my boat up completely with the lithium next year, talking to Matt over at Amp Outdoors. And all their batteries, I believe from 60 amp on up, have Bluetooth monitoring built into them. So you actually download a, a app for your phone, and you can look at it and tell what your battery percentage is, what your current draw is, what the expected time running left is. So now you can actually monitor it. I've actually got that app on my phone so I can monitor it and you can actually pull voltage from different batteries how I've got it set up right with your cell phone when you start something gets low it'll shoot you a warning and you can actually go back to another battery like your house battery if you have to for starting the big motor or whatever you need to do or if you need to shut down a graph so it's pretty incredible. I'd you got to be a little techy when it comes to all that. A lot of people don't want to have to monkey with that all the time, but that is a great option. Well, you know, when it comes to this stuff too, you're right, technology, it, it, it gets overwhelming for a lot of people. But you've got guys, you've got guys here that explain stuff. There's guys like myself that people can go out with that can teach them a lot about it. I do a lot of that, teaching people how to use electronics and set it up right, and you know that. But there, I'm not the only one out there that does that. I know Noah Glitto does the same thing. There could be some others out there. But, you know, besides that, there's so much information out there on the Internet now. I mean, Hummingbird, for one, has a whole tutorial uh, site out there, which you can look at whether you want to learn how to set the contrast, you want to set the, the sensitivity, you want to side imaging. Every little faction of that unit, they've got a video out there on how to set it and adjust it. Yeah, Johnson Outdoors is incredible when it comes to that, when you get online and look at it. And even not just like how to use it, like how to set it up and basically what's going to be the best package for you. If you want, because it is overwhelming, there's so many options now. So if you come into a dealership and looking at this and it's kind of sort of new to you, I would do a little bit of research before you get here and see if you want several units or what deucers you want, because they've got it all broke down exactly, different packages online, and then you got a little bit of familiarity when you show up here with it. Because you can, I mean, the sky's the limit now, unfortunately, is what you want to do and how you want your boat set up. And it's great, but honestly, I mean, it's not completely necessary to have all them bells and whistles. It's a lot of fun. It's like yeah. playing a video game out there, but you yeah. don't have to go crazy if you don't want. I mean, you can still get a very nice graph and a trolling motor set up without doing all this crazy networking and Bluetoothing and everything, if that kind of makes you a little bit nervous. And there's, it's just, I don't know, it's endless right now compared to even what it was, I'll say, five years ago. It's changed that much. You know, it's interesting, too, because when I, I was in the Navy years ago, I was a sonar tech, so I understand sonar and, and how it works, and that's what fish locators are, is sonar. But when I started guiding, I had depth finders. They were pretty rudimentary compared to now, but, you know, I was kind of apprehensive about trying to look for fish and stuff on my, because I didn't want these guys thinking that I didn't know what I was doing because, I you know, I wanted to go out where the fish is. And when I started doing the outdoor radio show and the outdoor communication stuff, I started talking to a lot of these pro anglers out there. Virtually, you talk to any one of them, is that they do not fish until they find the fish with the electronics, period. I know, it's kind of sad, but it is the truth. <laughs> I'll drive around for two hours and not even wet a line until I actually, I mean, that's how much I've got to rely on graphs and locators and things now. I mean, I'll drive around until I actually see something that looks intriguing and more than like one or two together and then kind of get after it. I mean, it's it's all basically live time now. So, I mean, everything you're looking at, it's... The guesswork is gone. You can physically see these fish moving up and down and schooling up and where they're at. And I love using like side imaging for finding structure and edge of rock bars and weed lines. I mean, it's just incredible now.
you know and the one thing as we wrap up here i would say too is that the better we get as anglers the better more efficient we get whether we're using electronics or even if we're now getting into the live sonar and all that stuff the more we need to start thinking about how many fish we really need to keep to eat because we need to protect that resource too. That's absolutely right. I love how they're kind of switching the limits and having slot limits and stuff now because if you learn how to work these electronics, I mean, everybody could put some hurting on some fish pretty dang bad. So I love the different rules and regulations they got for each lake. So I'm kind of all for that. You bet. Well, Damon, I want to thank you for taking the time coming on here. A lot of interesting information there for people that don't want to. And I know you got Hayward, was it HaywardPowerSports.com. Yes, sir. We got HaywardPowerSports.com. We're just 10 miles out of Hayward on Highway 77, or you can give us a call at 462-3674. And anybody wants information on, like, lithium batteries, you can go to AmpedOutdoors.com, and they've got a lot of good information or stop in here talk to Damon. All right. Sounds great. Well, folks, you know, we need to take yet another break and hear from even more of the fine sponsors that bring this show to you every week. When we come back, we'll be talking ice fishing for Northern Pike with Hayward Area Fishing Guide, Eric Tui. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Hey, folks, come on over to Hayward Ace Hardware and check out the area's largest selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. We carry top brands like Browning and Sig Sawyer, and we have a great selection of the newest and hard-to-find models. We've got a large selection of ammo with more coming in daily. If you need a scope, we carry great brands like Loophole, Hawk, and EOTech. And we'll even mount it and boresight it for you, too. We even sell suppressors and silencers. And don't forget to check out our Guns of the Week. Huge discounts on a variety of pistols, rifles, and shotguns that change every week. So stop on in to Hayward Ace Hardware, your firearm superstore. Hayward Ace Hardware, Highway 63 North in Hayward. Or give us a call at 715-634-8700. Hayward Animal Hospital is a full-service medical and surgical hospital featuring on-site laboratory, digital and dental x-ray, in-house pharmacy, and online store. Dr. Ostrander has 40 years of experience dealing with illnesses, injuries, surgery, and dentistry. Hayward Animal Hospital offers urgent care appointments and emergency surgery daily. Please call early in the day for these appointments. They open at 8 a.m. Hayward Animal Hospital is located one mile east of Hayward on Highway B. Call 715-634-8971. If you'd like to have your time fishing be more enjoyable and productive, hiring a fishing guide can be a good investment. Whether it's learning more about fish patterns throughout the year, learning how to use your depth finder to find the best spots and fish, learn how to use that GPS to get the most out of it, or learn better boat control. A day on the water with a guide can really help you to be a better angler as well as make a day on the lake very enjoyable. To book a guide trip this year or get more information, you can find us on the internet at www.wiscnorthlandoutdoors.com and then just click on Area Guides. Welcome back to the last segment of this week's Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. Well, folks, you know, one of the fish that's plentiful up here and getting more of them every year, it seems like, is northern pike. And on this week's show, we're talking fishing northern pike with dead bait with Hayward Area Fishing Guide, Eric Tui. Eric, you know, as we get late in the ice fishing season here, then you can move north and go up to Lake Superior and Shramagan Bay and fish pike, but the pike fishing actually can get pretty good. Absolutely, and uh, something that, you know, is sometimes greatly overlooked is also using dead bait. Um, you know, what we have happening as we encroach closer to spring is our bottom layers of our ice starts to diminish and right. there are minnows and other game fish that might get stuck in that and then they are falling up 
breaking way free. So these pike, uh, they are honed in on these little factors like that, and they will take, they will still take a live minnow, but they will also take dead bait as well. Well, you know, and then that's just a natural thing. You do have some winter die off, and those fish lay on the bottom, and it's much easier for a, a pike is an opportunist feeder. I mean, it's easier for them to swim around garbage up stuff off the bottom than it is to chase something down yeah absolutely let them be the vacuum cleaner <laughs> how do you rig for that uh when you're rigging uh so generally i like to use something called a zero rig uh it's kind of a uh quick strike rig but it instead of like a chandelier it actually has uh the, off the main line a circle uh, it makes a complete circle. There's generally two treble hooks on there. Uh, you can buy them pre-made. You can make your own. Uh, that allows for not only optimal hooking up on your fish. Uh, if you only get one hook in that fish, potentially the other treble hook will slide uh, next to the other one. So it's a little bit easier in thicker ice conditions to get that fish through the hole. Um, but it also harnesses our dead bait really well. Um, you know, I tend to lean a little bit more towards the fluorocarbon as just a personal preference, especially on my uh, zero rigs, but uh, your standard quick strikes will still work. And it's actually also, you can rig that dead bait specifically either horizontally, or I like to go from the back tail to a little bit back behind the dorsal. Give it almost a nose down appearance if it's not sitting on the bottom, if you're having it hanging higher in the water column. Um, if you imagine something breaking off or dying off, it is gonna typically kind of be nose down. That fish is gonna grab it a lot of times by the head of the minnow. And if it, as long as it doesn't feel those troubles, they're gonna hold on to it and wanna eat it and take off with it. Interesting stuff, Eric. You wanna give out your guide information? Absolutely, if anyone's still looking to get on the ice or even the open water, they can reach me at 612-384-9127. Well, folks, you know, we're about out of time for this week's show. I'd like to remind everyone out there that if you miss a show, go to our website at wnoradio.com. From there, you can link to our podcast site, and the show is also on Spotify and Google Podcasts every week. And also, if you're looking for information on vacationing and lodging here in the Hayward Lakes area, check out the Hayward Lakes Visitor and Convention Bureau website at haywardlakes.com. Thanks for listening, folks. We're out of time, and we'll be back again next week with another interesting show for you. Listen with me, I'm gonna take you there to our Wisconsin outdoors, our Wisconsin outdoors. This program has been produced and hosted entirely by Wisconsin Northland Outdoor Communications. Any and all views expressed are not necessarily those of the station.